So last time we talked about the first clue that consciousness could affect physical events and people's behavior as being the clue of Ho'oponopono, a Hawaiian spiritual healing technique where you take responsibility for everything in your world in line with what quantum physics understands. And you apologize, say, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, thank you. And some amazing things have happened by people doing Ho'oponopono. I've seen some. I've experienced some. Whether the one that Dr. Hugh Land talked about really happened, I can't personally tell you. When a whole mental hospital got healed by his focusing on the files of the patients and going through this sequence of Ho'oponopono. It's an amazing story. I can't tell you personally that it happened. I don't know. There are people who say that it did, including Dr. Hugh Len, who's now passed on. But it's very intriguing because we have a situation in the outside world with the destructive agenda of our rulers where hearts and minds and consciousness need to be changed. And basically, if a small mental hospital could be cured by doing an internal technique, you're just living in a bigger one. I assume you noticed. It's very much like that. The staff and the patients are all insane. And the staff is working on, well, the bosses of the staff, I guess, the executives of this large mental hospital are planning to kill themselves and everybody else. And it's... I mean, not just all of humanity, but all of life, which is a very poor idea, even for them. They don't understand the workings of karma and that you really shouldn't be doing stuff like that. So it has to be reversed. And the question is, how do you reverse it? And people like David Icke and Chris Guy and Alex and other people have talked about peaceful mass non-compliance, non-violent as being the way to do it. It's like in the 60s when I was a university student and they had this war going on in Vietnam and the American media was saying, oh yeah, this is for freedom and, you know, kind of like the Superman theme, freedom and justice in the American way and to save all these poor people in Vietnam. It was uh, for other things that we found out. And they had um, bumper stickers at that time and they said, what if they gave a war and nobody came? In other words, mass, peaceful, nonviolent, non-compliance. And the same thing is being promoted now. But what makes that happen? Because everybody feels like, you know, or a lot of people feel like it's too dangerous. Or they don't get the idea or they don't feel like they can do anything. They're unimportant. So what needs to change for that to start happening is consciousness. And how do you change consciousness of the mass of population? How do you change consciousness of the people who are just following orders of evil bosses? How do you change the consciousness of the bosses? I don't think it's impossible. But it hasn't happened by normal means, by normal physical debate, intellectual discussion, trying to convince evil rulers that they are not pursuing a good course of action for themselves or anybody. So that hasn't worked in history up to now. 
history is a mess, and it's on track to be even worse right now. So we need to do something. And I have looked for decades since that time that I was in the university in the 60s, and the Vietnam War was going on, and all these other wars that they didn't announce were going on, and bad things were being done by governments to their own people, which has gotten even more intense. And what I came down to was, yes, you do the physical things, you know, we're, we're speaking out, we're telling the truth as much as we're allowed without being totally censored. But there are other things to do besides physical. So I was looking at what I call the five clues that consciousness, in other words, when you internally focus your intent like a prayer, but not saying, please, God, do this for me. It's more of a prayer of seeing something already done, like what they talk about in Matthew with the kind of faith that moves mountains. That's a nice story, but the question is, what if it were really possible? Not to move mountains, I don't recommend that, but the real mountain to move is the heart of humanity, the heart and mind of those people that are carrying out the orders that are destructive, and especially those people that are giving the orders. What if they changed? And before you say, oh, that's not possible, um, it might be. And that's, that's the context of why the five clues matter. And um, I think that's the reason the focus on that that I was almost killed twice in the last couple months. It's because what I'm talking about is not recognized by most people as anything meaningful. Um, and it's not recommend, not recognized by low to medium authority levels as being a threat. But at the highest levels, they know this is the core. This is what they're using. They're using their consciousness in the same way to pump in fear and division and hatred and helplessness and despair and anger and all these things that make you not a threat to to the power structure, that make you helpless and make you self-destruct and self-neutralize. So they believe in this, but they're using it for negative goals. And I'm saying... This can be used for positive things, too. And fortunately for us, because this God concept is actually based on a reality, there is a source that's conscious, that's characterized by unconditional, limitless love outside of time that is connected to you and me and everybody. Even the bad guys are connected. They just have gone against it. If they weren't connected, they would not exist. This can be used. And the first clue that it can be used is Ho'oponopono. But there are problems and limitations with Ho'oponopono. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, give you an example of a comment that we got about it on uh, Telegram. But before I do, I want to mention the second clue, because that's what this video is about. Um, The second clue that consciousness can affect physical matter was done by Dr. Emoto in Japan known as the Dr. Emoto water experiment 
And he trained, I'm sorry to do this, I explained that before, there's bugs, I'll try different kind of natural insect repellent, they have some based on citrus, I'll try that next time. Anyway, Dr. Emoto trained lab techs to focus on a supposedly inanimate object, which in the case of the lab experiment was a glass of water, and project a feeling, not a thought, because what he and others have found in this whole exploration is that thought has no power without emotion. When you put the conscious focused thought with certain emotions, it has massive power. That's what the world rulers are using to destroy life. They know it's true. It's not a belief. We know it's true too. We just forgot. So we need to wake up like right now and start to use our massive connection to, to spirit, to God in a way that can heal the world. And all the people that are not laughing and saying that's impossible, I want you to join me in a core group that we've started. It's out of beta now called Planetary Healing Club. And I'll talk, if I have time, I'll talk about that a little more at the end. But the Emoto water experiment, they focused emotion on a glass of water, supposedly an inanimate object. And I wouldn't have done this. I don't think it's a good idea, but some of them focused, I hate you, I don't care about you, all, all kinds of negative, um, destructive thought forms. And some focused emotions like, I love you, thank you, you're beautiful, you know, things like that. These emotion, these thoughts, these words, they don't matter, but the emotion inside them, that has power. And it has a frequency in every case. And he showed that in a unique way. What he, what he did is he had the people focus the emotion. Once they were trained to do that, it takes some practice. And then he took the water in the glass they were focusing it on and flash froze it and took a thin layer and put it under the microscope. And the ones that were, I hate you, and especially I don't care about you, indifference, that had disjointed, out of sync, ugly type patterns of crystals. It was still H2O water, one hydrogen and, or two hydrogens and one oxygen. But, um, the way those molecules were connected in the lattice structure was totally different. It was all disjointed and kind of with a feeling of chaos and ugliness on the ones that had negative projections, and on, especially on the ones that had, I love you and thank you, the pattern was beautiful artwork. This has been taken further um, by Veda Austin. She's the one I know about. There are probably others. Veda's been on our radio show, which I hope to be strong enough to get back to shortly. I'm still recovering from the attack I referred to before. Hopefully back soon. I'm able to do these videos because I can walk around in between and it's out in the open air. I'm not quite up to standing in one place in front of a indoor camera, but I'm getting there. So anyway, uh, the water responded and in Veda Austin's work, which took Emoto's work to another level. She was actually putting questions in a focused emotion to the water, and the water would convey information in designs. I mean, it was really astounding. And you can see the interview with us 
uh, by Veda Austin on Lost Arts Radio. Or you can look at, I think it's VedaAustin.com, V-E-D-A, Austin.com, on the internet, and see her incredible work. I hope to have her back soon. Anyway, that's the second clue. And it's a clue that when you focus emotion, and you can have a thought, but you've got to feel it. And there's a key to how you have to feel it. We'll get to that more when we get deeper into the clues. But it's the idea that a certain beautiful outcome, in the case of the world, world healing and harmony, has already happened, even before you can see it. And, then, and this is an extreme case, because we look around and we can see the most horrific things happening and being done by those in power. And people going along with it, following orders, and blindly doing whatever they're told, even if it's suicidal. That's not good. So consciousness has to change, and what this requires, what these clues are leading to, it's kind of a spoiler alert in a way, um, is that if you can be in the middle, not oblivious to what's happening, that's a really important subtle point, aware of what's going on, knowing about the poison food and water and air and all the different parts of the agenda that are meant to take us out, you can know about that, but not put your emotion into that. Not let it drag you down. There is a way to do that. And instead, imagine, which is a huge power, it's not silly. You're using it all the time. And it creates your future life and everybody else's. And you imagine the most beautiful, harmonious outcome that you can, that God is creating this through you so it doesn't it's not limited by the limits of your ego and small self. There are indications and clues that we're talking about that this can actually change physical reality, it can change human behavior, it can we're gonna get to other clues that show violent crime stops or radically reduces in the presence of this focus. I mean, it's really, if you have the courage to think outside the box, which is, there's a real good reason to do it right now, because we're on the verge of a crossroads for humanity, back towards sanity or into total oblivion. And a lot of it's in your hands, and that is the principle of Ho'oponopono and other techniques and clues, that you're not powerless at all unless you let your attention just be dragged in the way it's been dragged all your life by other people and by media, by rulers, by the corporate heads, by other people, what they think of you. you there's something inside you that is so much deeper and more beautiful than any outside influence. And if you reconnect to that, it's what religions talk about, but the talk doesn't do it. You know, memorizing stuff about that and then making other people think it. That's not the point. Any really great spiritual teachers throughout history or before that have come have always said, you know, I'm not here to teach religion. I'm here to teach you reconnection to who you are and where you came from. That's the whole deal. Because then what you radiate, the frequency that comes out of you, affects everybody else. And you can be part of the origin 
of a new pandemic of consciousness, very contagious in a good way. And that's a good thing. That's a life or death thing right now. So you're invited. Um, here's a note, if I have time to read it, about the first video, first clue on Ho'oponopono. It said, thank you. That was a really good explanation of Ho'oponopono. If you practice it on one person, then you are essentially telling that person that you are sorry, that you love them, ask them for forgiveness and thank them, right? But if you are looking at the world situation, which is our real target, and no one person in particular, who are you talking to? The person says, I talk to God, but I struggle a lot with the weight of it all. I find it very difficult to take responsibility for projecting so much evil in the world. I have this deep feeling that all that has happened or is happening is unforgivable. Does anyone else have trouble with this? It's a great observation and it's just very encouraging to me that some of the people listening to these videos realize there might be something important here that we're talking about. With Ho'oponopono, I've met some of the leaders in the Ho'oponopono practice that are running groups and things like that, and they run into problems. Is it is a deep issue, maybe the subject of a whole other video if we have time. But basically, as Dr. Hugh Len explained it, it leaves you in a state of constant self-cleaning that seems to never get to the goal. And so there are encouraging signs, there are miraculous things that do happen that I've seen from Ho'oponopono, but they're not complete. And we need something to scale up at this point, if you understand my meaning. it's We need world healing. We need to not... This can't be done by thinking that it's impossible. It has... You know, it's like in the movie Avatar when Jake Sully went back uh, to try to help the Navi and said, you know, things are really bad. He was an outcast and things were on the verge of total destruction. And he said, sometimes if things, I don't remember the exact words, but if things are really intense and there's a lot on the line, you have to take it to a whole new level. And he was right. A lot of things in that movie were pretty neat. And uh, we're at that point. You know, if, if you keep your vision small and just notice that, yeah, you can still watch movies on Netflix, you can still go to the fast food drive-in, everything's normal. Uh, President saying the economy's great. You know, in other words, the message is stay asleep. It's too unpleasant anyway to look at what's really happening, so don't bother. Besides, you can't do anything. These are hypnotic messages. What if you were free of that? broke out of it and said, I don't know what's going to happen, to, to quote one of our newscasters, that I, whose name I can't say at the end of this, but um, I want to find out what's possible. Every minute that you've got in this particular costume that you call the physical body is really important and valuable, and it, we need to use it the best we can. We don't realize, but... We have a constant prayer, a constant focus, a constant meditation going on. You do. It's not that you're not doing those things. It's what are you focused on?
And then you realize the more focused that attention is, the more you're actually creating and pulling the physical reality into line with it. Why not make use of that? So Ho'oponopono says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It keeps apologizing as a way to affirm responsibility for what we're projecting, which is great. But um, doing it with I'm sorry as the focus is a, a downward pull on the energy. It's saying, you know, it's really easy for people like many of the commenters have said to start feeling like we're bad, we're unforgivable, We've projected things that are, you know, so terrible. We basically deserve to be condemned to whatever's going to happen. And that's a mistake. That's a shortcoming in Ho'oponopono. And the, the problem is, once people get committed to a certain belief system, a certain technique, they can't look at ways that it's falling short that should be improved. Because the truth is, Everyone's responsible, but at the deepest level, no one's to blame. Because if they truly knew the implications of what they were doing on that deep level, they couldn't do it. They'd know it was suicidal. They'd know that we're all one being in different forms. These are really deep truths. And memorizing them doesn't do it. You've got to experience it. So because nobody's to blame, since they didn't really know, we didn't know. We made all these mistakes in our life. You know, most of it, most of us or all of us have been complete idiots in a lot of ways. They, if you stop and are honest, you can probably think of some in your own life. That's not your fault. It's your responsibility because you created some of the future based on that mistake. But it's not your fault because you didn't really know. And if you're at the point now, if you're one of those small, tiny minority of people that understand, you didn't know before, but your potential is unlimited, and it's time to wake it up, connect to it, and use it, then I'm wanting to work with you. That's why we started Planetary Healing Club, because the key element here is not, please forgive me. When it, at the deepest level, nobody needs forgiveness. And I know that's radically unacceptable. But the reason is because there's nothing to forgive. Nobody did anything bad knowing in reality what they were doing. Yeah, they know intellectually, but no. I'm, words are inadequate to try to express what I'm attempting to say here. None of us knew fully who we were and, and how we were going against spirit, which is our true identity. And you just can't do that. It, it's not just that you're averse to it when you know. You're incapable of doing that. You love God. You love spirit. You love who you really are and your connection to spirit. So there's no blame. There's no, no horrible thing that condemns you. The thing is to wake up, reconnect to who you are, and then project that energy or that intent so that spirit puts it through you in an unlimited way. And that truly can start a spark that spreads and heals the world. So you have a lot in your hands 
you personally, and I know I'm probably not very good at explaining any of this stuff, you know, just some old geezer in a t-shirt out in the wilderness. It is official wilderness, by the way, I saw a sign um, saying all these things that seem so impossible. They're not unless you think they are. And if you think they're impossible, then for you they are. I'm looking for the people that don't have allegiance to the impossible belief system and are willing to work in themselves where the real work is waiting for you to do so that you can get strong enough like Emoto's lab technicians to project total harmony and healing, unconditional love, which is the only real kind there is. To the micro level, everything in your life, and to the macro level, the world situation. And you can change the atmosphere if we get that focused enough. There's an energetic atmosphere that surrounds the planet that right now is full of fear and conflict. Intentionally, it's being done by the people on the negative side using what we're talking about for destruction. That's not the way to use it. It's much more potentially powerful if you use it for light and where light comes from, which is spirit. So anyway, I'm sorry to go so long. I intended to make this much shorter. We're going to go into the third clue on the next video. But think about what are you willing to do? What's important enough to you? What are your values? What are your priorities? Not in theory, not memorized beliefs. What do you really care about on a gut level? You know, do you realize what's going on around you? That we're right on the cusp of survival or destruction. And a lot of it, all of it in a way, is in your hands. If you're up to thinking way outside normal boxes, then I'm inviting you. PlanetaryHealingClub.com Let's find out what's possible. In the meantime, take a look at your own thoughts and beliefs and emotions. Where are they? What are you projecting? Is it what you want to see in the world? Very important question. We're going to develop it further. Take care. Don't undervalue yourself. Don't condemn yourself. If you do, that comes true. Open it up to something you haven't seen yet. And we'll go further next time lostartsradio.com and particularly if you're one of those rare people we're looking for planetaryhealingclub.com and if you have questions or input about the content of this video you say Richard this is totally stupid stuff and you know whatever if you disagree or if you want to have um, certain subjects addressed in the pa- in the future videos that relate to this stuff or other questions I read all the all the emails at this point, and I'll respond as possible. So thank you for the comments we are getting. I appreciate it very much. And uh, I consider you as close family, closer than that, actually. We'll go deeper next time. Talk to you soon.